0: Welcome back to Love, Lindsay, a captivating podcast that delves into the realms of things we've written in the past and embraces this sometimes cringy nostalgia that accompanies it. I am back this week with another solo episode after having two episodes in a row with two of my really good friends. I hope you enjoyed my podcast episodes with Liz and Fran. Um... I absolutely love having my girly pops on here, but at the end of the day, I can only harass my friends to record with me so much, and I'm left with myself and my own devices and things that I've written in the past. So how have you guys been? I know a lot of podcasts start with like 10 minutes of small talk, which is hard when it's just me talking to you guys, Um, but... Everything with me is going well. I am six weeks into my semester. I'm taking statistics and um, some other psychology classes. It's really cool getting into this part of my degree because I'm able to um, delve more into like research methods and I'm even making treatment plans for um, imaginary clients, things like that, um, modifying behavior, all sorts of fun things. So that has been going well. I'm still driving downstate every week. Uh, so I'm always listening to podcasts, audiobooks. You guys give me your recommendations if you have anything. Um, For me to listen to on my car rides down and back. I just got done listening to this really cool witchy book called Wayward. And it's about this family ascension of witches, like different generations. Um, So cool. Love the fall autumn spooky vibe. I do have some fun spooky content Well, I wouldn't call it spooky, but I'll call it Halloween themed content coming up for the rest of October. But this week we're going to be talking about dreams because as a Pisces, I am always daydreaming. And as a creative girl, my dreams I have at night when I'm sleeping are absolutely just they're like billion dollar productions, you guys just over the top. Also, I'm going to be getting into talking about uh, night terrors and PTSD symptoms from the uh, medical examiner job duties that I had when we first started our business, which then I realized I couldn't do, hence me going back to school to be a social worker slash therapist. Um, So this has been something a subject near and dear to my heart. I kind of touched on it a little bit with Sienna's episode of this podcast talking about her dream journal. So I'm going to be reading some blog posts of mine, where I speak about dream journaling. And I take you guys kind of on this journey with me through trying to help myself with my night terrors, nocturnal panic attacks and bad dreams. So this first blog post I'm going to read to you is, in this um, time on my blog, I was writing a series, a daily blog series called Age of Pisces, and it was a blog post a day, um, the entire time the sun was in the sign of Pisces, which is my birthday, my birthday season. So this blog post is called Age of Pisces, Deep Healing Frequencies for Relaxation. And I wrote it February 19th, 2021. And I start off the blog post with, Hey, mental health warriors, welcome back to Age of Pisces, a virtual self-improvement journey with an astrological twist. Today is the second day of Pisces season. And how are you doing? Hanging in there? The sun has been coming out a lot lately in northern Michigan. And despite the temperature and the negative digits, it's been gorgeous. I've made a lot of progress lately on my dream controlling and getting out of my nightmares. In this vlog, and I highlight um, a link to one of my recent vlogs that I had recorded at the time for my YouTube channel talking about my nightmares and dreams, I address the horrific nightmares I've been dealing with due to trauma, PTSD, and heavy metal detoxing another sidebar from the blog. So this was my medical medium era. Um, if you guys don't know who the medical medium is, look him up. He's all about, um, being able to see into people's bodies and see like what their bodies need and how they can heal themselves. Um, and he was into heavy metal detoxing. I think he was on an episode of the Kardashians. Anyway, I just used to be really heavily into them, into medical medium, and I would start off every day at this era in my life, uh, no caffeine. I would start with a glass of warm or room temperature lemon water, wait a half hour, then have celery juice, wait another half hour, and then have a heavy metal detox smoothie. I was just grasping at anything I could find to help me get out of this, these panic attacks that I was having. And I had, I did a couple of years of celery juice every morning and I'm not currently in my celery juice era, but if you guys want to look into medical medium, give it a try. It definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things. I can't say whether it really works or not, but the heavy metal detox smoothie really is actually pretty yummy because it's mostly um, wild blueberries. It's super good. Anyway, so let me get back to the blog pl- blog post. I've been dealing with these nightmares due to trauma, PTSD, and heavy metal detoxing. I thought the nightmares were from my detoxing. This might all sound kind of crazy and new agey, but hang in there with me. While studying psychology in college, I learned the value of how to get out of your nightmares. I have reoccurring nightmares on a somewhat regular basis, but the dreams I've had lately are so horrible, so absolutely terrifying that I wake up trying to get out of bed and run from whatever is trying to get me. You guys, like this still happens to this day. Like I will wake up out of my dream as I'm getting out of bed, like running towards the door, like trying to escape. It takes about 10 minutes for me to fully wake up and recognize that I am no longer in danger. At the time of this blog post, obviously it took about 10 minutes, but since then I have had dreams where I still feel like I haven't fully got out of them, like even hours later. Um, Yeah, it sucks. So It's truly an unsettling experience, and I'll get to what my psychology professors taught me in a second, but first I want to address healing frequencies. No doubt you've heard of sound baths and meditations. The basic power of sound and vibrations are rooted in science, and I can vibe with that. My psychic healer, Tara, who was my psychic at the time, um, taught me this past Sunday about healing frequencies and how they can help me. And oh my gosh, you guys, I had no clue this existed. Cue Monday morning, I'm having yet another horrible early morning night terror with a panic attack upon waking. And Eddie suggested I find one of the free healing frequency videos on YouTube and fast. It works, y'all. When I listen to this video in particular, which I had linked on the blog post, I feel something within me unlock. And at the very least, it's calming music, like what you hear at a spa. And now I know why they play music like this at spas, because it is incredibly healing. So if you look at the comments in this video that I linked, you'll see people from all walks of life coming together to listen to this healing sound. So I'm talking about the comment section on this YouTube video of healing frequencies. There's people overcoming addiction. There's people healing from cancer, all sorts of situations. And everyone is sounding off in the comments about how much this music and these frequencies are helping them. And it's free. You might even notice my comments highlighted at the top because the person that made the video and posted it pinned my comments at the top, which helped me feel very seen at the time. It's so strange to be in a terrifying state of mind one minute and connecting with strangers on the internet over healing frequencies the next. Please give it a try. Play it in the background next time you feel sad, scared, depressed, anxious, or sick. Or maybe you feel all those at the same time. Lord knows I've been there. Of course, you need to have an open mind for any of this type of stuff to work. And you have to want to heal for this kind of stuff to work. Like this woo woo stuff, you guys, like you're using energy on it. And this energy you're doing is going towards healing yourself. So whether you think it's pseudoscience or it's Um, not rooted in factual life. That may be true, but I am of the belief that you're still lending energy to self-care and healing yourself so it can help. So you want to have to heal, and I wasn't always in that position. For many years, while I was bedridden with depression, I didn't want to heal and engage with the world because it hurt too much. So I Sidebar, I don't know how many of my listeners know about my bedridden era. <laughs> um, I laugh because it sounds ridiculous, but no, it really it happened. I lost my job due to severe cyclical um depression um with episodes of psychosis, the year of 2015. It was right before I got married. Um, and for a couple of years after that, I had um I I was like a recluse. I didn't leave the house. I didn't have a job. I didn't have friends. I didn't do anything. And I was basically homebound, bedbound due to severe depression with psychosis. Um, Now that I am living my life, now I'm back to the blog post, by the way. (laughs) Now that I'm living my life again, interacting with the world around me again and rubbing against other souls, I am experiencing panic and anxiety, but I'd rather live my life and deal with mental illness. Then be turned completely off. So basically what I was saying here is that I would rather have these panic attacks and night terrors due to like me having a job that was really hard or due to me to just interacting with people and like having a life again. I'd rather have that and have those hardships than have the hardships of being completely closed off, turned off and like bed bound, home bound. I never want to go back to how I was in those days again. So when people ask me why I do the things that trigger me, such as the job I do or pouring my entire heart and soul out onto the internet for all the world to see, and now hear, it's because I already wasted enough time being locked in. Back to controlling your dreams. Okay, so some call this lucid dreaming. And at the time of writing this blog, I say I'm not into all that. Um, I think I had a false idea of what lucid dreaming is I think basically I view lucid dreaming as like being able to control your dreams knowing you can control your dreams knowing that you're in a dream and like doing what you want with it I mean you guys I do that all the time all the time back to the blog I want my subconscious to pick and choose what I need to dream about it knows better than me Hmm, interesting However, nightmares that are so bad that I wake up in an active panic attack and can't breathe and have a racing heart are not cool, and I'm not going to let it keep happening to me. To me, these dreams feel like a sleep paralysis episode mixed with a seizure. And remember to get checked out if you have experienced seizure-like qualities in your sleep states. For me, it was just the rapid eye movement I was feeling, but some people do have seizures in their sleep, so watch out, y'all. Not just the run-of-the-mill bad dreams I was having. So a professor in college taught me this really cool trick. <laughs> that sounds so funny. It sounds like those ads you see, like nightmares hate this one trick that will help. Anyway, at the time of this psychology class, I was experiencing reoccurring dreams about being stuck back in high school. Ew, that's gross, right? So no one wants to be back in high school. When I was in high school, I didn't have control over a lot of things happening to me, nor did I have a driver's license or car. So my prof told me that I need to tell myself if I'm in a bad dream, my keys are in my pocket and I can leave anytime I want. It's that easy. Okay, there's another part to this. Write down and or say this statement 10 times before you lay down for the night, whatever your hack may be. So basically what I'm saying here, you guys, is say this or write it down 10 times. So before I would go to sleep, I'd say, if I'm in a bad dream, my keys are in my pocket. I can leave anytime I want. If I'm in a bad dream, my keys are in my pocket, etc. Perhaps it's just for you, if you're coming up with your own mantra, perhaps it's just when this happens in my dream, I'm going to eat ice cream instead. Or when I feel trapped in my dream, I'm going to fly away. Um, Do you guys fly in your dreams? Because I do probably five nights out of seven, I fly in my dreams. And I'm a hover girl. Um, I'm not flying typically, sometimes I am flying like Superman style, like horizontally. But usually I'm just like a floating specter. So like I'll just be in regular position of how you are when you're standing up vertically and walking, but I'll just be hovering a few feet off the ground. And I can control it. I can jump up and float again anytime I want to. It's it's really cool. Um back to the blog post. For me, it was all about the access to the vehicle and the freedom I finally had in college. So when I found myself back in school, in high school, in my dream, no joke, I had a car in the parking lot of my high school, and I literally drove the fuck away. Thank God. So this past weekend, I started journaling again right before and right after I sleep every single day. It's not always what I feel like doing, but each night has gotten progressively better. This morning, my dream was a complete and utterly beautiful fairy tale. I'm not kidding, you guys. It was a storybook fairy tale dream. And I was a princess running from bad guys and marrying a prince. Like, you can't get better than that. I wrote some interesting poems about how I'll escape my bad dreams. And maybe I'll share them with you guys if you are really good. That's what I wrote in my blog. I close out this blog post with, man, this was a lot today. I think I'll wait until tomorrow to get started on our daily goddess lesson. Are you excited? See you back here tomorrow. So that was the first blog post that I wanted to share with you guys about dreams and how to control your dreams. Let's get right into the next post to read to you guys the age of Pisces series so this one is called age of Pisces princess sleep and I wrote this blog post February 24th of 2021 as I've mentioned recently I've been working on making my nightmares go away by journaling before bed and writing dreams down when I wake up and I thought I would share my latest fairy tale dream with you guys the chronicle of the special big hearted princess who almost married the son of a wealthy but mean family known as the bad wigs. So this you guys is like a fairy, this is a dream that I had word for word. And this was like, this was like my first pleasant dream after having like nightmares for like two weeks, because I'd been working so hard on changing my dreams. So this is all about me being a princess, a special big-hearted princess. This dream taking place in the 17th century, so picture very like Rococo Marie Antoinette styled wigs, like big white wigs. The father of the Bad Wigs, literally the the family name in this dream was called the Bad Wigs, like as in bad wig. <laughs> The father of the bad wigs was the king of the land, but his 17th century wig was very bad and the whole town made fun of him for it. When the princess couldn't perform her sailing duties as required, her sailing, I did grow up sailing, her sailing duties as required, the bad wigs wanted to cast her out to an evil queen who raised bad girls in an orphanage. The girls weren't so bad after all, though. Actually, they were badass. <laughs> and they saved the princess with the help of a young man who always saw birds and the best people. I'm sorry, what? This guy saw a bird when he was looking at a good person. I don't know. This, it's kind of cool. Um. So... Let's see. Where was I? This young man always saw a bird in the best people. How cute is that to see someone as a bird? Like I can't get over that. He saw the golden bird in the princess and commented on its glow, accidentally giving away her hideout's location to the bad wigs. However, With the help of the badass orphan girls, they rescued her from certain doom. This young man was not just a gifted and kind human being, but also a prince who himself she could marry. They rolled out the seaside town to pomp and circumstance, music, waving, cheering, and burlesque dancers. What a show. Someone removed King Badwood's wig And everyone laughed and ran away and he ran away crying and humiliated. The young gifted prince kissed the princess then for the first of many kisses and they lived happily ever after. The end. You guys, if I can change my nightmares into fairy tales, so can you. You can write your own fairy tale. Let me know how your dream journals are going because I love hearing about them. And I also wrote to close out this blog, be sure to watch my latest vlogs on my YouTube channel and I will see you back here tomorrow. So here's the next blog post that I wanted to focus on, on this podcast episode about dreams and controlling your dreams. Um, This is another Age of Pisces blog post called Age of Pisces for Sweet Dreams. I wrote it February 23rd, 2021, and I start off. Ugh, you guys, I am so naughty. I totally forgot to write my blog yesterday. I've been so busy making lots of content, but that's no excuse. I was going to write you guys a nice little poem to read before bed, and it's actually a poem I wrote last week, and I read it out loud every night before I go to sleep, and it has completely stopped. nightmares. So feel free to read it out loud to yourself or write it down. I've talked recently about the nightmares I've been having and how writing before bed helps. You can change the words to fit your own needs. For example, I mentioned my grandpa because he is my guardian angel, but you can put anything you want. It really works. The day after I wrote this poem, I had a magical dream that was legit fairy tale that I'll also share with you guys at some point as well. That's the one I just read to you guys. And I've recently had a lot of interest in my blogs and vlogs and how I change my dreams. So here's a little poem I made up to help you for sweet dreams. Next time I have a nightmare, I'll save my own life. I'll walk right out. I'll be just fine. I don't have to stay. But I don't have to leave. I can be in heaven when I'm asleep. When I'm detoxing, my body is free. But as it heals, it purges the bad for me to see. When I have a nightmare, I know I'll be fine. Because it's not real. This is my life. I have control over every thought. When I'm in a dream, I can change what I want. I can fly away. My keys are in my pocket. My grandpa can pick me up. There's cash in my wallet. I can walk away. I can start and stop time. When I'm having a nightmare, I can save my own life. I hope this helps you to have sweet dreams, the sweet dreams that you deserve. And I close out the blog saying, I'll see you back here tomorrow. In the true spirit of ultimate cringiness, I'm going to read to you guys a diary entry I wrote circa 1994. And this diary has like cute little kittens on the front. It has a little lock and key mechanism. So cute. So this is the age where I started writing in a diary every day. So I would have been in like fourth or fifth grade. Actually, I think I was in fourth grade. Um, and the names have been changed to, (laughs) the names have been changed, but everything that I wrote is exactly the same. So this is, and this is about dreams. It's about a dream I had at that age. So don't worry, guys, it still kind of ties in. Um, but this diary entry was written May 1st, 1994. Hello, I am so jealous of Mandy because she has Steven. They are going out, they are holding hands, and watch. Next, they're probably going to kiss. I want a boyfriend so bad, but I know it's not going to be Steven. Well, school is over. Next year, Mandy will be long gone in middle school. But I am so happy because, well, Steve is going to still be here. I think that he likes me because at field day, he was always hanging out with me, and I really hope he asks me out next year. Last night, I had the weirdest dream. I had a dream that both Aaron and Stephen asked me out. Wow, I bet you know who I pick. Stephen, of course. But... Then I also dream that me and Steven were in an elevator. I was eating pizza and an adult was with us. An adult. That's precious. And I dropped a piece of pizza. Then the adult lady yelled at me and said, I want you to hang up your memory and refresh it. Steven thought that meant taking off my clothes. And he said, how will your boobs stay in one place? Weird. Weird. <laughs> I want you to hang up your memory and refresh it. You guys, I don't even know if I was wearing a bra yet when I wrote this. How will your boobs stay in one place? I can't believe that I dreamt of my crush saying that to me. That's so weird. Ugh, I love it. So cringy. So cringy, you guys. It's the best. It really is. Um, that's about all that I have for you guys today on Love, Lindsay. I hope that you're tuning in from a great, comfortable place in your life, and that you're doing well. I want only the best for all of you. Let me know what you want to hear next. I do have some good, spooky um content coming up for this podcast for the rest of October. So stay tuned for that next Wednesday on another episode of Love, Lindsay.